0: Um, we're, we're here with Chad Watson right now, uh, born and raised in, in Southern California, from what I understand, right? True indeed. Yes, sir, man. Glad to be here. We're-
1: a hometown guy. And where are you right now? We're right outside the studio on the little patio. Uh, it's a nice day out. So I figure, you know, we take advantage of it. It's not too hot, not too cold today. As, a, uh, as an independent
0: artist, is your studio, uh, does it double as your apartment type of thing?
1: Yeah, well, basically, it's it's uh it's right under. It's like a hollow out basement type of joint. So yeah, exactly. It's connected. It is. So, you know, so done, all, the
0: all all the demos, all the uh, the production work that goes into the songs that you've
1: been putting out, it's all basically done in house, right? Yeah, for the most part, my end, and then I have it sent off to have the you know the polish, you know the extra the second mix the master and then the radio edits and everything else. So I do as much as, you know, I cut the, we just get the raw sessions here and then we get it back radio ready.
0: So from what we've heard so far from Chad Watson, we are extremely impressed, especially uh, because you are, you know, you're doing it on your own. Uh, It appears that you're your own publicist and you're probably booking your own shows. Doing yeah, your own social sorry. media, uh, writing and recording and, and producing and stuff. And uh, it's really remarkable to see, um, you know, some of these artists who are just grinding these days. Man, I really appreciate the kind words, to be honest. It goes a long way. So there's some, there's some articles and some interviews that have been published on the internet, and it's been said a number of times that you are a, uh, a classically trained musician. Now, when I hear that, I picture in my head that someone on classical piano yes, or, or the, the flugelhorn <laughs> in an orchestra or something like that. That's
1: um, yes, true. So you, you studied music, like formally. Formally, formally. Yeah, we started it out at the uh, Los Angeles Conservatory of Music right off of fairfax um so mom put me into classical music theory and then we took uh, a year of that before we could actually take piano you had to take theory first but yeah we took I took 7 years of concert piano classical piano it's crazy doing recitals to read and write compose instrument instrumentate so yeah that's the- where it, it it was crazy yeah so i know you don't see that and think that but actually yeah straight up uh a classical <laughs> all that you that whole get down with the polo shirt and the music emblem on it yeah we did those, man.
0: that's that's incredible so shirt. so growing up is sort of in your formative years like around the household was like were you guys listening to classical music was that sort of like what your parents were into and stuff my mom see yeah well gospel
1: and that that a very musical family and just musically oriented so we're when well, not in the church, it was like singing and rehearsing, even in school. So you know, you'd, you'd wake up Saturday morning. You might hear, you know, I'll be honest, it could be Marvin Gaye to a church song, but it was always a good, you know, it was a mix of what it would be. I would consider it like it's still eclectic, but a classical, uh, just a classical taste, classical hip hop, classical um, R and B, even even like I said, our old school gospel music, which I think is very in those formative years, very important. Um, just that I don't forsake the fellowship. So just being around good musicians and developing that ear for, you know, uh, treble organs and and drums and bass guitars, you know, live musicians, all that stuff is is very important. So I think it was just a culmination of of my parents having the wherewithal to put me in uh, professional musical training and also keeping me around you know, live in in real music, music, musicians and music as well. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's an amazing head start to get schooled on music theory um, before you even launch into aspirations to be on your own sort of solo career. You know, it's uh, invaluable really to any musician or any aspiring artist. you know, you would, you would say. Um, You can't overstate that at all. Um, you got a huge presence on socials. I've seen uh, the Instagram, which is I think Chad Dot Watson, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're right. And uh, I don't. I haven't seen a website. I haven't seen a Facebook. I haven't seen a Twitter. But there is a link through your Instagram of uh, I guess your your latest music
1: video for the song "Woe," right? Right. Right. We do have a Facebook. You know what? I was just. Con- that's so funny. I was just considering making a Twitter uh i love me, to yeah, tweet I,
0: it's like my preferred social media platform and like
1: tell me about it mookie is it is that your preferred part because i'm i'm on the fence so i need some like i need a, a good cosign to,
0: well, to pull I, me over i'm constantly thinking of like funny one-liners to shoot out on twitter <laughs> you know and uh you never know really who's seeing that's, that's what
1: it seems like it's about it's about the the one-liners
0: The good you know, if you can get a good one in yeah. I don't I even mean, know.
1: I got to figure out what I would tweet about. What do you be tweeting about?
0: Well, you could promote all your music stuff, you no, know, first bad. and foremost, right? Bad. Because I like bad. to tag artists on uh, on on Twitter. And uh, if they're not on there, then I'm like, all right, then that's cool. Yeah. I get it. I, you could get sucked into the rabbit hole of what they call doom scrolling, <laughs>
1: right? Oh, um, yes. I'm sure of it. I, I'm, I'm guilty of that on Instagram. I'm
0: um, just knee deep. No, I know. I know. At what point did you really want to? Uh, you know dive in head first to become a, a solo artist
1: you know um there was a couple of different times I, I debated on, on not taking it seriously and uh I think a lot of artists probably go to that self doubt phase it's just a matter of uh, having a good team around you supporting and and they actually brought me out of that so you know once I had I felt like it was more than you know doing it for me you find a good why you find your appropriate appropriate medium whatever gets you going then i you know i just thought that was the switch I took it seriously from there and i'm glad that i did you know what i mean it was always going to be it was never going to be easy so i should have you know i should have anticipated those those kind of those times you uh hesitate sometimes you don't even i still am very reluctant at times to almost put music out just depending on you know it's just it's just a sensitive thing so it's just I think it's just accomplishing getting over that well
0: are you you talking about how music is so personal that you sort of wear your heart on your sleeve and you're apprehensive to share it with other people sometimes that's 100 percent. you just put it in a nutshell are you are you worried about offending people or or are you you worried
1: about sort of showing your inner thoughts it's more the second one. I don't really, I've never, as funny as I should be more in this cancel culture, I should be more scared of offending people, which I'm not, but I'm more worried about putting my, like, you know, sensitive nights and emotions and thoughts and stuff like that, like out in public. That's the hardest part about it, to be honest with you.
0: So, what about when you're collaborating with another artist? Um, <clears throat> is, is that difficult to do?
1: No, nah, I mean, those are fun, usually. I mean, I, there was a, uh, I have one track where it was sort of uh, an emotional track. I have a female singer with me. And we kind of, we did a melodic track. It was, we kind of emoted kind of chose, but those pockets are usually, usually kind of fun. Collaborative yeah. efforts are usually kind of fun. Version
0: of the song Bussin' and uh, Chad Watson is our guest right now for an 88.5 live at home session. He is at home in Los Angeles right now. Um, you kind of said that that, that was kind of a, a quarantine-inspired song, more or less, right?
1: It was. It was. I think creatively, we all kind of had to find a, a new. I think. Uh, oops, I'm sorry. I believe some people went through a bad quarantine, and some creatives uh, used it to hone in. So I think it was just, you know, how you how you took the quarantine. But I got it, I channeled in some different deliveries and attacks. I like this. One. I think this was what us
0: Right. So for you, it wasn't just Netflix during quarantine. You were you were in the lab, if you will. You know, you were for you the were first part music. of it,
1: it was. I would be honest. I didn't know how long, I don't think anybody knew how long it was gonna last, right? That was a, it would seem like I don't know, it just seemed like it never was gonna end. So at some point, yeah, you just have to get into the lab. But if we're being honest for sure, the first half, I was, I was, I was enjoying it. It was like a vacation. You know what
0: I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. No, I, I hear you, man. And uh, we, we sort of pivoted to doing radio from home. Um, uh-huh. this is my home studio which doubles as my bedroom and even though like early on in the pandemic I was talking to a, to a bunch of people thinking that would be a good opportunity to s- sort of view the radio station from 30,000 feet as they say mm-hmm. um, but no that's not mm-hmm. the case at all we're, we're working mm-hmm. harder than ever um, mm-hmm. trying to to navigate through these crazy times it's it's been it's been unreal how's that going is it working out you feel like we're doing good, man. We're a public yeah. radio station, so we've been doing these pop-up pledge drives. We'll, uh, you know, roll out like a, a limited edition tchotchke, like a T-shirt or a hat or something like
1: that. And uh, Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. Know. That's a good formula for sure. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Anything I can do too, man, shoot me over some stuff I can be a part of, promote or whatever, you know what I mean? Well, the yeah, it's got a good thing going over
0: there. I like that. The big ask is for you to do a freestyle style rap, not now, but to right. provide it later, talking okay. about this independent radio station. So I'll oh, hit you up shit. later about that. Okay. Uh, we had a guy, he's out of the UK. His name is Dylan Cartledge, and we gave him some talking points, and uh, yeah. he provided something something similar to that. Okay, uh, that's
1: good. Yeah, hey, man, you got the green light. I like that. I like that. Love that. And then by the box.
0: And then in the future, I think I told you I wanted to be your hype man. Um, but uh, going back to live music, you've been up on stage recently post-pandemic, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. How good sure. did it
1: feel to get on oh, stage man. for that first time in a long time? You almost can't even describe it. It's always a good time being on stage. But uh, but since it was like taken away from us, you just appreciate it way more. The energy of the audience, too, seems to feel
0: the same way. Speaking of that, um, wanted to talk a bit about sort of the underground hip hop scene in Southern California. Um, first of all, what venues have
1: embraced the uh, the culture? You know what? I started off doing those hole in the wall joints, like Southeast LA, a lot of those Boyle Heights, uh, Downey, San Bernardino radio. They were one of the first people to give me, uh, you know, like the the bigger platforms, but. Oh yeah, those those downtown south, like south <laughs> central joints, they're definitely popping. Those things are part of the movement for sure. They got a couple of teams, uh, uh, underground actually. Um, Sailor Hip Hop, uh, shout out to them. Shout out to Young Baka. These guys, these production people, they come out. They do a lot of different um, underground stuff. They definitely give people like you know a sort of stepping stone right but yeah they gotta that, that side is for sure definitely moving
0: so we've seen it in sort of the punk rock scene and we've seen it in sort of the americana and alt country scene where yeah. um the musicians kind of they all support each other and everybody oh, yeah. kind of knows everybody and um and uh, it's just it's just amazing to see Yeah. Yeah. Is that the same for sort of rap and hip hop culture in Los Angeles? Does everybody have each other's back more or less? You know what? Or is there like just straight
1: up competition all the time? If it's, 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 it's it's hyper competitive for the most part. I mean, it seems like the, the support is there, but it's only in your, in your small circle. I mean, if you're fortunate enough to get love from a lot of different circles, then you're one of those, you know, really blessed artists. But (sighs) A lot of people will, uh, you know, it's very competitive. And that's just, I think that's just the nature of the culture. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. Like but I mean, if you got some good people around you, uh, like, fortunately for me, a couple of people, like, even if it's people like you that I meet on the radio, and then that the DJs that you develop relationships with, and a few artists, you know, it, it can get to a point where you can develop a nice, you know, a decent supportive loyalty around. But, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't think I can go to just Atlanta or the Bay and think that, you know, I'll just get that universal love like that. You know, it's just nice. Not, not, well,
0: not like that. Right. I, I, you never know. I mean, you've got like hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram and I know you've traveled oh. as far as like Las Vegas.
1: Oh yeah. Miami, we just, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. We just, we just did the, the cannabis awards, uh, We just, I was just out in Miami for my song release with DJ FX and, oh yeah, I'm actually, it's surprising even in Dallas when I walk up and they come out and, you know, give me a section in a bottle and this is like Texas, you Mm. know what I mean? So, Mm. no, the love definitely, I will say this, I get more love out of state uh, than I do at home, honestly. Like, it's crazy. The hospitality is insane out of state. You would think I'm Justin Bieber.
0: When I walked away, you've got this rock star persona and uh, I feel like people just want to uh, (laughs) they just want to know you and accommodate you as well. Uh, Real quick, man, you've done a lot of great stuff for the community, some philanthropy work, some charity work, um, names and organizations like the uh, the Think Watts Foundation,
1: Have a Soul
0: and Humanity Heroes Project. Can you talk a little bit about some of the, the good work you've been doing around town?
1: Absolutely man yeah if we can just get one person to be inspired to do it because it's very very simple i don't you know i don't think that it requires a lot but it's just so i like to they have a soul what they do is, is uh they 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 have a partnership where they go and get they actually have a partnership with nike nike will send them these are nice shoes i'm talking about like uh from the olympics they just sent them a batch of those shoes that weren't used these are nice shoes and we we give these out to uh programs at schools Like running programs for the kids that need, and maybe not even just schools, but just uh, churches or foundations that need to provide footwear to youth. Um, That's the Have a Soul Foundation. I think Watts, a beautiful foundation that uh, they partner with, like Food for Less, putting bags of essentials. I went over to Nickerson Gardens and uh, we were able to give out bags to families. It comes, you know, vitamins, uh, canned goods, essentials, things like that. And lastly, uh, the uh, Humanity Heroes Project. And that one, uh, we were able to, so these are backpacks with hot plates we were able to give to mothers and single families, single parent families. Um, You just set up and register. We have a tent out over in Carson and they do that every other Saturday. Um, I'm also gonna start now doing a Crenshaw Family YMCA partnership with the youth coming in after school for mentoring Mm -hmm. music and things like that. So I'm always trying to give back, you know what I mean? I just think a lot of us uh, that are successful, I mean, they like to show the they like to show the the chains and, and the, the money and all that. But I think they should show you know giving back to me. I think that's more cool to be honest. So right. if more of us have that mindset. I think you know more of us should get behind that. But sad that how not often that occurs.
0: Well, I guess it, it starts with one individual and then, uh, like you're doing a uh-huh. good job of sort of spreading the word and, you know, getting those yeah. organizations, uh, that getting their names out there and, uh, yeah, yeah uh, it's good work that you're doing, man. So I, I feel like I have a few years on you, but, um, when I was in high school and stuff, um, for me, it was the West coast, you know, boom, it was oh, yeah. Dre and Snoop and yep. it was, uh, wh- you know, Mac 10 and ice cube and oh yeah, um, WC, all that. Dub C. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, okay. a friend of mine turned me on the Wu Tang and, uh, oh, Deep yeah. And, yeah. and stuff like yep. that, you know? Um, yep. and I, 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 couldn't even tell you what's going on in the hip hop world these days, for the most part, you know, I've been so far removed in this sort of indie rock thing.
1: Um, yeah, that's that lane. <laughs> that lane i've noticed in a, a, even a uh like a hybrid lane of that even like machine gun kelly he's he's sort of hip hop indie rock almost which is a you know i'm not necessarily co-signing his but i will say just as you'll notice as the time goes he's different it's a different attack i mean it is what it is i think i think a lot of this soundcloud rap and things that people have gotten more involved with uh Moki, I feel like these rappers do everything but rap nowadays, right? Yeah. They're on the crates, they're doing, uh, they're flexing with their money. I think some of these rappers are just, I mean, they're doing everything, but just sort of writing raps. It's kind of a different, you know, the, the culture now is a little bit more about, the cloud of it and the creative side of it.
0: Like, I did not watch the uh, last MTV Video Music Awards, I didn't either. but I, I could tell either. you that it's not about the art of the music anymore. It's just like, oh, if I want to get to MTV, it's like I have to be outlandish. And years. I have, yeah, right? Wild, and, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I, I frankly, I wouldn't. I was just gonna say, frankly, I would not let my daughter
1: watch some of those performances. It's gotten to that now. <laughs> now it's gotten to that, right? It's not yeah. it even about the artistry. It's just about how much, like, what can we do to, you know, push the numbers. And I think that's info. It's just crazy how much that's like brainwashed, gotten into the, uh, even into the. It's. I mean, it's like I think four out of five artists aren't even really artists right and
0: but for whatever reason they're just sort of part of that machine and they got part of beat- that machine that yeah. agenda and they can push it bro yeah i mean it's weird it's weird well, you gotta be a certain type of individual the uh right the uh, the good news is years ago the only sort of artists that could put out their own music was like like radiohead and prince or something like that now <laughs> Everybody <laughs> can sort of be their own. <laughs> Everyone You're right. radio-headed no. you prince. Yeah, <laughs> um, but now you know you could do it. It you know without a label, more or less, without and you know um,
1: you can find a way to get yourself on all these platforms
0: yeah and you're on an upward trajectory right now and i'm i'm certainly happy to be a part of it man thank you so much for taking the time we appreciate you and uh we'll be following you for for years to come now now that i i feel like i know you personally because we've been exchanging uh you know
1: dms on on instagram for a while at this point yeah i mean i'll be offended if you're not on stage with me in the next you know next couple weeks or months i got some things going man you know, I want everybody to hear that. We're gonna make sure we get Mookie on stage with a mic.
0: What, what if I get some technique twelve hundreds uh,
1: okay. and okay, okay, like yeah. bone yeah. up we on get, my
0: DJ skills? Yeah,
1: you get behind there. We still, I, I still want a mic in your hand while you do your things. <laughs> you know I mean? <laughs> Let's do it. I'm all about it, bro. I love it. Thanks for having me, Mookie. This was a great experience. Thanks again, fam. I appreciate it.